0: Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Hey, this is Rachel, and I am just coming at you today solo. I'm calling these times solo potpourri. I believe that I am called to encourage, bring hope, shift perspectives, and sometimes I just don't have a guest. It's not because I lack them or don't have a ability to schedule them. I just have something I want to share. So today I am thinking that the potpourri will be real. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to talk about today, but I have my Bible, so it could be a scripture bath. I have my journal, so it could be God speaking to me, but also to you, and we'll just get started. Let me pray. Holy Spirit, come. I pray that you would encourage my listener. I pray that you would flow through me. I pray that we would honor you, God, that I would bring glory and honor and praise to your name. So quicken my mind. Thank you that I have the mind of Christ. Direct my thoughts in Jesus' name. Amen. So I am delighted to be here. And one of the things that I felt that I might share with you is just the perspective of thanksgiving and being thankful It's so important to be thankful. I often tell audiences if I'm standing in front of a large group or small that we can look back with gratitude and look forward with faith. And I always turn my head as I'm doing that because I think we do get to look back. We don't stay in the past. If you live in the past, you are robbing yourself of the future. But we look back with gratitude. And then, just like a kid crossing the street, I tilt my head the other direction and you look forward with faith. You see, when you have a history with God, when you look back and... See what he's done. Find places where he walked with you. Know that he is near. He'll never leave you. He'll never forget about you. He promises to be with you. And even that is important. However, the bonus and the big, huge truth is that the Spirit of God lives inside of you. So there is nowhere you can go where you don't contain him. And so we really need to get past this separation mindset that God is way out there and we're over here. You know, we contain God. So if you are in Christ, so are all your circumstances. Graham Cook said that once, in a, and it just shifted my perspective. You contain the Prince of Peace. So if you're not feeling peaceful, you don't have to get it from the outside and come attach itself to you like a sticky note or a posted note. You just need to call up Peace. In the name of Jesus, just realize that the peaceful one, the shalom of heaven, nothing missing and nothing broken, wholeness, you contain that. You contain Jesus. So believer, this is a big deal. It's a really big deal. So we can look forward to things. So we look back with gratitude. We look forward with faith. Now, faith just needs to be a mustard seed. It doesn't need to be huge faith, but it is faith in someone. You have faith in the creator. You have faith in the deliverer. You have faith in the one who's working for you and never against you. And it says in scripture that we have the faith of God, not just in God. That's a big deal. Can you imagine how much faith? God has, he knows he can do everything. He know he he contains everything. He knows he's never limited. He knows he's all-knowing. We can have the faith of God. So I hope that these verses will encourage you. I don't know exactly what I'm going to share, but we're going to get started. Well, how about this whopper? 2 Peter 1 verse 3 says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Okay, all things means all things. Everything that we need for life and godliness, being like God, has been given to us. Not is coming soon or is around the corner, but has been given to us. I believe that's a reason for great thanksgiving. So thank you, God, that you've given us all we need. You've provided it for us. That you are, like the Maverick City song says, you're forever enough. Always enough. Always more than enough. You are Jira. And so we believe, God, that you've given us everything. So I'm just going to challenge you, listener. There, Think of a situation right now that you're going through. Maybe it's a financial situation. Maybe it's a lack of a job and you need something new. Perhaps you need wisdom about whether to move from one state to another. Perhaps it's something to do with your child. I don't know what the decision might be. But know that everything that you need, so you don't need to go get the supply. Everything that you need For life and godliness has been given to you through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. God has called us to his own glory. And I know that I have a podcast called Godfidence, and I shared that from a live audience. But it's really important to know that we contain God's glory, that we have God's glory, and we do not need to shrink back from it. Let me read to you from John 17 about God's glory. Okay, I'm actually going to go back a little bit. In John 17, I believe that Jesus is, it's considered his high priestly prayer. He's just talking to the Father. And in some ways, it sounds like he's homesick and he just wants that union again, where he's not just sent to earth, but he's hanging out with the Father. And he is praying for our unity. He is praying for us to be granted fulfillment of joy. He's praying for us to be kept from the evil one. But he also is praying that the very glory that he has could be given to us. And it's important because some of you are really stuck in a place of self-condemnation or not enjoying who you are in Christ because you think that that's not humility. But he has given you his glory. And it's important for you to understand that you contain the glorious one and you give him glory by shining your light. So let me pick up in, let me see, let's see. Verse 13, but now I am coming to you And these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word. And the world has hated them because they are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world. He's praying for us. Isn't this amazing? I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for those only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. So there's a ripple effect to this, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, and are in me and I am in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Here's the sucker punch. here's the amazing part verse 22 the glory that you have given me I have given to them that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you love me. <laughs> okay, think about it. First of all, he's saying, God, you've given me glory, and now I give it to them. And this glory will help make them one. And then he says that the glory is how people will know that he was sent to the earth, but then He says that the way God loves Jesus is also the way that God loves us. So that's a big deal. So that the world may know that you have sent me and love them even as you love me. I often will ask people, do you think that God loves Jesus? And they're like, "Mm, well, yeah, the answer, the good Sunday school answer, the good religious answer is, of course, God loves his son, Jesus. But the way he loves Jesus is the way he loves you. Let that soak in, you real dealers out there. God loves you the same way he loves Jesus. He calls Jesus the beloved, and we also are the beloved. I wrote the book Beloved, Arise, Shine, Awaken to Your True Identity in Christ. And I think it's, I put the little dot in the middle between B-E, there's the dot, L-O-V-E-D. You get to be loved right now. Just be loved. Father, I pray that you would allow this beloved one to experience and sense your love showering down upon them right now, rising up within them right now, surrounding them all around, that your love would overwhelm them. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. So you are the beloved. And when we look back, I am so sorry. I think I keep getting all sorts of texts. It's a good thing. I sent some friends a text and uh, some sisters a text, and I'm just getting lots of answers back. I do not apologize. Okay, so when you think about Thanksgiving, you can look back with gratitude and look forward with faith. I often will tell people, otherwise you look back with regret and you look forward with fear. No, 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 no. Look back with gratitude. Take your history with God. Look at ways that things have worked out better than you thought. And look forward with faith that he's got your future. He loves you and he's out there ahead of you as well. He's a guide. He is good. So in Thessalonians, it tells us that we can be thankful in all circumstances. Let me just read a section of scripture to you. Yes, First Thessalonians 5.18 is the verse I was referring to. It says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Listen to it in the New Living. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. The Amplified, in every situation, no matter what the circumstance, be thankful and continually give thanks to God, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So you can be thankful in all circumstances. Now, we either think about the Thanksgiving day as a day to go around the table and share what you're thankful for, but how about every day just being thankful for the things, your eyesight, your sense of hearing, the fact that you have mobility, the friends in your life, the children in your life, your spouse if you're married, your job if you have one, whatever it is, the freedoms in the country that we have to gather, all of those things that we can just be thankful thankful for it to be thankful for it is such a good thing and it changes our perspective when we're able to be thankful in all circumstances instead of just letting the negativity pop up i just wanted to share a few other scriptures that have to do with gratitude or being thankful ephesians 5:20 says giving thanks always and for everything to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ so right now In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, thank God always for you fill in the blank. It's an important attitude to be thankful and appreciative of life's big things and his little things that come our way. So appreciation is such a wonderful quality. I love when somebody just says, thank you. When my children were little, my son, Andrew, when I would walk in the room, he would jump up and down in his crib. Like he'd hold onto it and he'd jump up and down like he was on a trampoline. Like he was so excited to see me and also probably get out of the crib. But it was just like he was so thankful for my existence. Now, what do you think God feels when we are just praising him and thankful and giving him all our adoration? And also, that same child, Andrew, when he was little, if I handed him something, he was not able to say, thank you, mom. He would say, tattoo, mom. Oh, just melted my heart. Tattoo, mom. Thank you, mom. It's a big deal. Gratitude often brings a sense of humility because we realize something was coming to us from a source that is not our own. It gives deep appreciation. We realize that the Lord has blessed us. And also, gratitude can make us empathetic for somebody who doesn't have our situation and can make us more gracious and also more generous. When we are grateful for what we have, I believe we share more readily. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying the real deal with Rachel in a way subscribe rate and review it I appreciate your support all right back to the real deal Let me turn a corner here and just read one more section from First Thessalonians I ran across this first years ago and it really shaped me it it shaped me to know how much what God is doing on his end frees me from any performance or any striving on my end. And let me just read this part. It is First Thessalonians 5 verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. That is another one of those things where we do not have to be striving. We can cease striving. We can cease trying to do something and being in performance mode. Now, to him who is able... And may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, not partially. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless. You don't need to keep yourself blameless. God is doing it, says, at the coming of our Lord Jesus. He who calls you, he's the one. He calls you. He's faithful. And he will surely, not maybe, he will surely do it. So that causes me to just be able to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, because this is the will of God for Rachel. This is the will of God for you. And it is important for us to know that when we rejoice and pray and give thanks, it is a mind shifter. It is an ability to give us what we need right then, because we have shifted our perspective from us trying to figure it out to the one who holds it all. And so I hope that helps you today. I don't know where you are or whether you have a very difficult circumstance, but I know that you can give thanks to God. Not for it, but in all things, give thanks. Because some of it has come against you because of your own choices. Some of it has come against you because there's an enemy that's after you. But we have a seat in the heavenlies, it says in Ephesians two six, We are seated above principalities and powers. We do not need to think the enemy is always running after us. He's running away from you. You are terrifying to him. You contain the spirit of God. If you're a believer, all of your circumstances are in Christ as well. I just want to read something to you from my own journal. I read and compiled my own journals and wrote He Speaks, hearing the voice of God through journaling. But I have so many entries that I've never included in the book, and I also gave blank pages for people to be practicing the art of listening. And I just want I just randomly opened to a page and I want to read it to you. The Lord says, my beloved. Now remember, you're his beloved. The Lord says, my beloved, I am in you. You are in me. We are connected. And you are my beloved. Everything you do I notice. I delight in you. I love when you worship me. I love when you laugh. I love how you love to laugh and crack up. Each day is a gift to enjoy. Enjoy today without tomorrow tainting it in any way. I have your tomorrows, too. How great is my love for you. I've called you my child. Your future is bright. I am working all things together for your good and for my glory. There isn't anything that you've been through that will be wasted. I use it all. There isn't anything too hard for me. Don't allow unbelief to enter into your mind. I am bigger, stronger, wiser more able than any lofty thought you may have or have entertained nothing is impossible i redeem i restore i reconcile i revive i rescue i resurrect the dead dead dreams dead relationships dead finances dead opportunities my arm is not too short to stave nor my ear too dull to hear There is a power that flows from deep within. Ooh, and this was a time where he gave me lyrics to a song. So that's how this one goes. There is a power that flows from deep within. There is a fountain that heals the soul from sin. Come to the waters. There is a vast supply. There is a river that never shall run dry. I am your source, beloved. I am your vast supply. So, I just hope that that helps today to form your thoughts on gratitude, to form your thoughts on the fact that you have nearness with God because you contain the Spirit of God, to form your thoughts on the fact that you have the Prince of Peace inside of you. I like to say you are his mobile home, the Spirit of God is contained by you he tabernacles within you his spirit is there everywhere you go he goes and everything you're experiencing everything that's out in front of you everything that's behind you your're present as well is taken care of by God and he loves you and he he wants you to completely trust him with complete abandon. And so I have things that are coming up in my life. I have situations that I don't know exactly how it's going to resolve or work out. I have situations that I'm just open-handed saying, God, if you want me here, I'll go. If you want me to do this, I'll do it. But let's just surrender ourselves to a God and be thankful for every single step. And let's not whine and complain. Let's not strive or try to achieve. We just get to believe and receive, not strive and achieve. He is a good God. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for a chance to just have a microphone that I can talk into, but speak to people, I hope, God, through your Holy Spirit. And my prayer is that you would bless each listener, that you would bless the listener with your spirit, with your presence, with your manifest presence. May they sense you even now, Holy Spirit. You're the one that works everything out for our good, and everything in, account, in accordance with your good pleasure and your good will. So we trust you, Father. I thank you, Lord. Bless each one from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, God. May they know that the steps that they have are ordered by you, Lord. May they submit their plans to you, knowing that you will help those plans to succeed. And I ask God for the one who is downcast right now, for the one who feels low, for the one who feels depressed or or looks out um, to the other person, to the right or the left of the lane they're running. Lord, help them to focus on you and the path that you've given them. Be the shield around them, God. Wrap them tight. Bubble wrap their existence, God, and the lifter of their head. May they know that joy comes in the morning. Weeping may remain for a night, but joy comes in the morning, and you promise that. So help them to step out each day, one step at a time, believing the very best from you and for them. So God, we trust you, and I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in the earth. I thank you for what you're doing in the shaking all around us, because you are unshakable. May we feel your firm foundation beneath us today, and your spirit within us, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening today. I just want to pray a prayer that my dad prayed many, many years ago over The Real Deal. Lord, we ask for all the people listening. We ask that you would help us to be the best we can be. And we'll thank you in Christ's name. Okay, go be you. Remember, there is no one like you. You are God's masterpiece. And you have a purpose. You're made on purpose for a purpose. So just be thankful. Go forward today. Bless you. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me. Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.